Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Love Foods Live. We're super excited tonight to have a different kind of show for you guys. We have a really fun guest tonight. We have medium uh, Patty Griffin is going to come on the show. I talked to her once today, and i got to tell you what, I'm super excited to have her on here because she blew my mind earlier today. Uh, and you guys know, like, I, I, I is no bullshit. Uh, I don't pull any punches. And after having the conversation with her today, I'm super excited to have her on here tonight. A little bit different show. It's going to be a little bit change of pace for us, but uh, I think we'll have a great time. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's play a uh, let's play a little dramatic music. Hang tight, guys. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for? Refill your eggnog for you. Get you something to eat. Drive you out to the middle of nowhere. Leave you for dead. No, I'm doing just fine, Clark. Just glad to be here. Yeah. That is one big pile of shit. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Oh, dear Lord, Jesus, this ain't happening, man. This can't be happening, man. This isn't happening. How come all you guys sit on your helmet? You don't get a ball blown off. Welcome to Plum Love Foods Live, the number one live audio culinary industry show for chefs by chefs. Hosted by multi-time Food Network winner, award-winning chef, TV host and global icon, and national treasure, at least in his mind, Chef Plum. So close that saute station, make sure the grill is off, and grab that shift drink, because we're about to mess up your mise en place. Here's Chef Plum. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? How are you? Happy Thursday. The Thursday night show this week. Yeah, it's a weird night. I, why do I keep saying Thursday? It's Wednesday. It's not Thursday. Why do I say Wednesday? It's, it's, oh, well, that's why. Because there's best around. It's going to be one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm kill the music. Dave. Dave, I'm saying the wrong days, man. What's wrong with me? Ah, you're tired. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think it might be what it is, man. I mean... I, I, I'm so used to like we, we either do like a Monday, Tuesday, or a Thursday, and then for some weird reason in my brain, you know, the way the scheduling worked out, it had to be a Wednesday night this week. It's it's kind of a weird night, right? A little bit, yeah. Well, you know, weird. But, but it's hump day, right? So everybody middle of the week, you know, you're coasting them off until Friday. 
I mean, I kind of hate the fact that you just said it's hump day. That, that makes me want to make fun of you a little bit. <laughs> mm, hump day, baby, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, dude, how's your week been, okay? Yeah, it's been pretty good so far, yeah. All right, getting ready just, for the uh, holidays. Definitely getting ready for holidays. Going to go in, bust out another double tomorrow, and uh, kick ass. Nice, man. Well, good. Well, good. Uh, it's been a pretty busy day for me, too. But, uh, you know, this show... Uh, you guys couldn't hear. I have a. You didn't get to hear. I have a pretty fun new intro there. I think that maybe once a month or so, we're going to try to do a different style of show uh, here on the program. So maybe where it's uh, you know, we have all, all kinds of guests. We have people who are food people. We have people who are musicians. But you know, I think sometimes it's fun to to mix it up a little bit, and that's what we're going to do tonight. It, it, it's, that's all right, right? I mean, we, we can branch out. Definitely. I mean, you got it's, it's it's like a Chef Plum variety show tonight. How about that? Yeah, right. That's kind of like that. But I mean, here's the thing: like we've talked to musicians, we've talked to TV people. I mean, I think it kind of works. I mean, if we branch out a little bit and give some more uh, insight into different things that maybe you know, especially people in our industry, you know, maybe we don't know a whole lot about. Definitely, like I say, what is it? Uh, variety is the spice of life. Is that is that what they say? <laughs> I think so. If not, I just made that shit up, and it sounds good. But <laughs> well, tonight, man, on the program, we're gonna have a medium on, uh, Patty Griffin, and she's awesome. Let me tell you what. So we talked earlier today. I, for those of you who don't know, the, the behind the curtain, I mean, we give a little bit of a pre-show interview. Um, you know, like I usually, if it's a guest like I don't know or someone, I mean, if it's somebody I know, like I'm not gonna do that. But I try to always talk to him ahead of time, Dave. You know, just because you want him to feel at ease. You know, I want him to realize that. You know, it's a safe place to come on here and talk. And, you know, especially like last week with the whole, you know, last week was a little bit tense. And I talked to everybody ahead of time and just wanted to be comfortable. Definitely. yeah. It's all about uh, making sure the guest is comfortable for sure. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I mean, because if they're not comfortable, then they're not going to be cool with me. And, you know, it's important that they're comfortable. So that's why I I talked to Patty earlier today. And it was a really nice conversation. And we're talking and just kind of giving her the rundown and stuff and getting a little of her history and backstory. Then all of a sudden, she just starts saying things to me. And she's like, it's, it's kind of what, what we do. Like, as a medium, that's how it works for me. Like, I just, if something comes through, I have to say it. And nice. I mean, clearly, like, the easy joke there is to be like, yes, there was a thing that was called Tourette's back in the day. But now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, some of the stuff she was saying to me, Dave, I called you afterwards, but you were working. And uh, I was blown away. <laughs> I was like, whoa, how would you ever... Listen, there's things about me. You could Google my name. Everyone knows that. You could Google me. You could find a lot of information out. It's not that hard. But there was things that she could. She was talking about that... That's not public knowledge. Like, it's not anywhere to find. Like, she could... She figured out, the, like, my road that I lived on as a kid. That's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. I've never met Patty before. <laughs> um, but, you know, the other side of this, too, is to also talk to somebody. We talk to a lot of people on this program who are, you know, business people, people who who make things happen on their own, who work for themselves. And uh, I have a lot of respect for that. And, you know, that's something that I do. And, and Patty is no different. She's a businesswoman. She's doing a business and, and doing very well at it. As a matter of fact, Dave, she's got a really big show coming up here very soon, right? Uh, yeah, actually, it's uh, at the Mohegan Sun Comics Club February 9th. Tickets are going on sale soon, so definitely check that out, guys. And that's a nice size room, too. I mean, and you'll see. I mean, I think what she does at these shows, you should kind of show up, and she starts kind of getting vibes and starts talking to you. We'll, we'll talk to her more about that, of course, and, and find out what that whole thing is. We're going to bring her on here in just a second, but I wanted to bring everybody up to date uh, here first. Uh, you'll hear it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Um, our Navy event uh, happening on the 28th with the U.S. Navy. 
Uh, we're going to cook for 400 sailors. Uh, I just got told today, Dave, it might be 600. That's what's up. Yeah. But, um, you know, we have some musical guests coming on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Faraz is going to be there, a good buddy of ours. And then, of course, uh, uh, Johnny Debit, a gentleman I haven't heard before, but he sounds great from, from what I've been told. Uh, and then the, the main event for the music uh, just confirmed, uh, super amazing, very excited, uh, American Idol winner Nick Fradiani is going to be uh, performing for our Navy gentleman on our event. How cool is that? That's pretty awesome. I mean, if you think about it, this is a conversation we had sitting here on this program, me, you, Dan, just talking about doing something for the Navy, or, and, and here we are, because Dan was talking about being stationed um, when he was in service, and here we are now doing this giant event, which is, it went from let's go cook for these guys, to now we're making a TV show, we're, we're going to have music, we're going to do the radio show live from there. It's crazy, right? I, I think it's pretty awesome, for sure. Look for sure. If you're gonna, but, do yeah, because honestly, what, what, what was it? We came up, we we started talking about this around pretty much a bottle of rosé in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right? When we're gonna do things for the U.S. Navy, can we not bring up rosé? I just, hey, wanna, man. I just want to sound manly. That's all. All right, we were drinking straight vodka from <laughs> Russia, <laughs> like bootlegged and uh, like smuggled across the border. How about that? With some KGB guys, right? Yeah, we'll go with that too. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, uh, so we're looking forward to it. We'll have some more information coming out about that. We're gonna, we'll do a lot of streaming on Instagram and all kinds of fun things so you guys can check it out. But uh, we're really excited about it. Santa Q is happening. And it's just fun. We keep talking about it here on the show because you guys were all part of it when we first started this whole thing. So I kind of wanted to bring up the speed on it. Uh, but tonight, Dave, uh, our guest tonight, um, is it weird to say that in a weird – so she's super sweet. You talk to her on the phone. She's the greatest. She's really nice. But I'm kind of afraid of her. <laughs> because she can get into your head man yeah, i don't like that i don't know if I, or do I, I like that i don't know yet like my, I, I i'm was sure kinda... you'll figure that one out like if so. you like it or not i guess so uh can you give a little information tell everybody where they can find out more about patty while we get her on on the horn here definitely you can find more about patty at pattygriffinmedium.com you can find her on facebook patricia griffinmedium.com like we mentioned earlier she's doing a show at the mohegan sun comics club february 9th tickets will be on sale soon ladies and gentlemen Strap in, because here we go. Let me introduce you to my new friend, Patty Griffin. Patty, good evening. How are you, my friend? I am great. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I, listen, I, I'm a little afraid. Is that okay? <laughs> I have that effect on people. Listen, I got to ask you, though. Like, do your friends, do you have friends? Like, if you go out with a group of people and, like, you guys are hanging out or you go to a movie or something, then all of a sudden, like, something comes to you, and we're going to talk about that. Do you just have to say it to them? And they're like, oh, God, not right now. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Sometimes it does happen, but they never say no. They're like, oh, give it to me. But when I look at them, what are you doing? Are you reading me? And I'm like, no, I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you were talking to me earlier, and we had such a very lovely conversation earlier, I didn't tell you, but I, I, when you when you kept talking, it just made my eye. I just kept blinking, Dave. I couldn't stop blinking. I was like, "What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now?" Um, so, Patty, tell us a little bit about, like, in your own words, what it is that you do. Like, how does it? Like, what? Yeah, I guess that's the best way. What is it that you do? I have the ability to talk to people that are crossed over to the other side. I am both a psychic and a medium, which most mediums are psychics. Not all psychics are mediums. 
Now, do you guys like not like so, each other? Do you like if you have psychic? If you have a psychic friend who's not a medium, do you, does he like get made fun of? Like, ah, oh, you don't have that. Sorry. No, okay, we don't sure. do that at all. Because <laughs> I, I know it's cooks. So I, ma- I make fun of people who can't do what I can do. So that's why I'm asking. And I'm totally joking. It's true. He's making fun of me on Monday. So (laughs) (laughs) sorry, sorry, Patty. I I didn't mean to interrupt. I had I had to try to go for a joke. Go ahead. So you are a psychic and a medium. Correct. And I have the ability to, through validation, bring people's loved ones through that have crossed over to the other side, that are in heaven, the other side, whatever you choose to call it. Yeah, whatever that other side is, right? Like it's, it's. and which which we don't know. We don't know. Um, even someone like you doesn't know what that other side really is, right? Well, people call it different things. I call it it's heaven or it's the other side. It's just your soul and your spirit live there where your physical body is no more. And so how does it happen with you? Does someone, you know, we, I, do you see like auras? Do you have um, people? I mean, do, you, do, you, do you have like just see messages in your brain? How does it come through to you? Because I know it's different for everyone. It is different for everyone. And for me personally, it's kind of like if you have a projection screen and that projection screen, you're going to walk into a movie theater and you're going to see a big white screen. And that's what's in my mind. And when I'm going to read and I say they and that means my spirit guides, that means angels, that means, you know, your loved ones that are crossed over and they know that you're going to read. And when you're about to do that, they will start to give you either images in your head or thoughts in your head because when you're reading you don't hear actual voices because imagine you know doing a show of you know 125 people and having all their energies and all their loved ones coming through and talking to all their people by the time the two hours are up you would be like call 911 get me a straitjacket and right now (laughs) i'm done i'm fried so you hear thoughts and they give you whatever they want you to see and their whole point of doing that and again they is your spirit your loved ones is to let you know they are with you and they talk about you they talk about events about you they may talk about something that happened 12 years ago 12 minutes ago or that's going to happen tomorrow and through this validation it lets you know that love sees all believes all and never ends that when we die we don't truly die now it's not like you actually see a person though right no, I do have the ability to see them. When I read, I do not. Because when I'm actually going to read, it's a little bit different because, again, they show you what they want you to see. So if they want me to see them for some reason, I will see them in that in that mindset. And, you know, the funny thing about that is I am able to see it, but I've always been afraid of ghosts. <laughs> so picture right. the medium. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I pictured that Bruce Willis movie. Dave, what was that movie called? Where... Uh, Six Sense. Yeah, Six Sense. Spoiler alert: Everyone's dead in the movie. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope it didn't the ruin it for kid, anybody. The little kids alive. But my issue is like, is that how it is for you sometimes? Like, I mean, it's got to be creepy. Like, you just—I mean, if you're walking and all of a sudden, like, you're at a restaurant, you're going to order food, and you order from the waiter, but your friends like, there's no one there. Who are you talking to? I have actually seen people like I would be driving and I would look and I'd be like oh are they alive are they dead and I know that sounds so crazy but you you know they do appear as normal as we do and that has happened before it doesn't happen when I'm reading because I know that that's happening but you know it it does happen they they come to us just like you and I that's so crazy it's it's weird wow wow 
Okay, so all right, let me, let, let's try to regroup here for a second. So, how old were you when this first started happening, or you realized this, that's what the, that's what was going on? Okay, so I always thought I was just a weirdo, and mm. you know, as a little kid, I you know, as a teenager, I would write poems for other people. Like if somebody died, like and I didn't know them, I would write a poem about them. Interesting. And yes, and looking at it now, it's a reading. Like I would have the ability to know if if they. Mm you know, said goodbye to a certain, you know, person in their life, if, you know, what had happened with their death. And I just thought, hey, I have the ability to put myself in somebody's shoes, right? I had Man. no idea. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I could do that. And it wasn't until, like, I was much older, like in my 40s, that I really realized that, wow, I really have this gift. And even though I've been doing, like, automatic writing for the past 15 years and, you know, I when I was probably about 12 years ago, when it first started coming up, I would, because when you're almost sleeping, okay, that is when you're kind of going into your subconscious. And that is when, you know, it's not normal for some people. It's normal for me, but it's not normal for people to talk to dead people. So when you're almost <laughs> sleeping, that's when it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're kind of out of it. So I would wake up like in the middle of the night, like I would almost be sleeping and I would literally wake up. I would go into the bathroom, put the toilet seat down, and I would start writing. I would sit up and start like writing. Wow. And it would be, yeah. And I wouldn't remember it the next day. And it would be messages from like loved ones. And I'd, I'd read it and I'd go, oh my God. And then I'd call the people and they'd be like, oh, that was my dad. That was so and so. And this just happened. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But I still didn't know Man. to what extent that I had Man. it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, this is just normal for me. And, and mediums would say to me, John Edward actually predicted I would do this. And I'm like, no, it's just that I, I like mediums. And that was kind of my thing. I'm not a medium. I just like mediums. And they're like, oh, no, you're going to go on stage shows and you're going to write books and you know, you're going to do this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even like people. <laughs> like, you know, I mean? like, I'm shy. Well, actually, it makes a lot of sense. You don't like people, but you can talk to dead people. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Right, Dave? Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I do like people. I'm just like shy. Like I don't like to speak in front of people. Right. I used to be painfully shy. <laughs> Listen, well, uh, apparently you're not that shy now because you're doing some pretty big stage shows and, 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 of course, like, you know, talking to groups and having groups come to theaters and stuff. Dave, tell them what she's got going on coming up in uh, February. Uh, February night, she'll be at Comics Club at the Mohegan Sun and tickets will be on sale soon. That's a fun room right there, Pat. Is get that. That's, that's great. I mean, what a great way to get in there and, and reach a lot of people. I am really excited. It is my biggest show to date, so I am just excited. And it's probably taken me about two years to get in there. So persistence, it paid off. Man. And I'm I'm just really happy about it. Well, talk about that for a second, because when you do a show like that, I mean, you're going to do a room. A room like that's, what, 300, 400 people, right? It holds a lot of people. Yes. I mean, yes, it's 325, I think. I mean, I got to imagine you walk into that room and the show starts and you do your intro and stuff. And then all of a sudden it's just got to sound like, I mean, just white noise and static in your head when you're focused and trying to read. And it's just so many people. And like, I, I just I just pictured it as if like there's a flood, like a door opening up on like Black Friday to the mall. Like everyone's just trying to get in all <laughs> at once. And I mean, is that how it is in your brain or can you control that flow or how does that work? You know, I could control it to a certain degree because they're very respectful when it's happening. But it is like, it's like that total phone. And when it opens up, they're like, oh my God, my loved ones are here. They're like, boom, boom, boom. 
and right, hang on a second. We got to explain. We got to explain what total phone is because I don't know if everyone really understands what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to, okay, total phone <laughs> was when we actually used our phones to call people. You could actually, Dave, do you know that you can actually pick a phone up and call somebody and actually talk to them on the phone. <laughs> I'm not that young, bro. Oh, I, I, I know but like, and then what a total phone was, it was like a, basically a party line. Like everyone could call in and have a bunch of people on. Is that right, Patty? Am I, am I describing that appropriately? Absolutely. And right. this is like in this lines to all your loved ones. It's wow. much more than just the lines that would be available. Right. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, so it's like, a, it's like all of a sudden, like you said, total phone, but you said they're very respectful when you're in a giant group. They are respectful, but so, and my, I have like a GPS. I kind of call it like, I'm not good at directions on a normal basis and I'm not good at knowing where I'm going, but my GPS for reading somebody in an audience is right on. And I could be standing on the stage and I know I'm going to go to the back row to the third person over and I'm going to go to them. And sometimes it could be around, you know, the area. And then other people sometimes have layered, like there could be, nine people in one audience that all have Vincentos or nine people that all have, you know, the Vincentos with the body of water. So it, it's a little crazy. Like God kind of puts them in the same room to get messages, but I'm able to know where I'm going and I just start talking and I start saying things to them. And then one word could make them cry or a whole sentence will be like, Oh my God. And it's, it's just amazing. Wow. So, but like you were saying before, when 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 you get these messages, it's like a slideshow or like watching like a uh, on, on a big screen. So you don't actually see a person trying to show you something. It's just something comes up, and you have to figure out what they're talking about, right? Correct. And if they want me to see something, like if there's something they want me to know, they'll show me something. Like if they want me to have the name Rocky, they're going to show me Rocky Balboa. Like if wow. they want me, I once had um, a dog come through and they showed me Rambo and it was actually a Sylvester Stallone as Rambo and the dog's name was Rambo. So Whoa, what did you say it was a dog that came through? It was an actual dog. Yeah. It what? was crazy. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, that doesn't happen very often. Like usually your loved ones are bringing the pets through. But in this particular case, I was at a fair because when I first started I would go to fairs. Because I just went professional four years ago. Right. And I would go to fairs and people would wait like seven hours or 15 minutes with me, which was insane. I'm like, who are they waiting for? And they're like, you. Um, and this one woman, she was just so connected to this animal. And that was who she wanted to hear from. And the animal was actually speaking and talking about how 
her ex-husband had like kicked it and beaten it. Like it was oh crazy because I'm yes, and she's crying, and that is really the the only time that it ever happened to that extent with any animal because I mean, usually media will specialize. I mean, I, I get it. Like I'm I'm ty- I love my dog very much, but like. I guess my issue is that if my dog can talk this whole freaking time, I wish he had done it earlier. Like, why? Why is it waiting until he's dead? <laughs> I'm telling you, it only happened one time. Yeah, I don't think they could really talk while they're here, but <laughs> it happened one time with this one woman. And and maybe they, maybe there was something with the souls. Maybe you know there was something about that because it's never. I have probably done over, I I don't know, five thousand private readings in the four years I've been doing it, and in my groups I've probably read oh gosh it's got to be like eight thousand, if not more people and so that's the only time that has happened usually a loved one because that's who you really usually want to hear from i mean we love our pets but usually you know it's it's a human coming through and then they're speaking about that but that is the only time that it happened so how does it happen to to start with you is it like you told me before where it was it was it was uh kind of like you kind of get a message immediately and you have to say it or you have to put it out there like it's not really something you you can can control right absolutely not so they're going to show me something and i'm going to say what it is and then together we figure it out that's so crazy it's so crazy now a, a lot of people would say that and be like okay well that's a you know it's definitely a, a little bit of carny tricks to that uh you know you can kind of get in there and say it but like and, and i agree like i was definitely in that boat a little bit before this afternoon um you know you and i talked for a little bit there was no you know i actually said specifically you know is this something you can do over the phone and you said, yes, I've done some. And I think if you remember, I said, no, no, I don't, I'm not looking for any of that stuff. I just wonder if it's something you can do. Like, do you get vibes over the phone? And we were getting ready to hang up, and it was fine. And, you know, we, we had chatted and kind of gave the rundown of the show. And next thing you know, you just started saying things to me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what are we doing? <laughs> it, it shocked me. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I, I came downstairs and I told my wife right away. I was like, she knew what road I grew up on. Like, that kind of came up. And, like. You know, we started talking about how my dad had died of lung cancer. And it was just crazy the things that, like, like I said before, when I started the show off here, like, you can Google my name and find things out. But these are things that you just can't find out. I mean, when it comes to you, is it like a, like a, like a big flash smack in the face, kind of like as if someone threw a glass of cold water in your face, like a shock? Or is it something that's kind of always there? It's just sometimes it's dimmer and sometimes it's brighter. Does that make sense? It does. It is always there. And I guess you could describe it as dimmer or brighter, meaning sometimes it turns on where somebody wants you to read somebody. Like, I'm going to a restaurant, and I'm sitting in the restaurant. It's not like I'm reading every person that comes through, but it has happened. Wow. So when it does happen like that, and it's someone who... She goes up. Oh, I think I, I think you broke up on me there a little bit. So, does that it does happen to you though? If you're at a restaurant and some random person walks in, you can you can get a vibe on them and 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 get messages from them. Absolutely, it has happened, but it, that's very rare because of the fact that first of all, I have my own privacy, you know, in my own private life, and you know that is you know even though it's a gift, it, it's my job, it's it's what I do, and just like we're not always working, so unless it's something really important, they're pretty. You know, they they kind of stand back, but there are times that they have to say something. I was at, you know, a, a restaurant one time, and 
I started talking to the waiter and asking him, I said, I don't mean to be weird, but you know, do you have a blood disorder? Cause I need to talk about the blood and I start going. He's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh. And so, yeah. And my daughter's sitting there going, read him, read him mom. <laughs> so that, uh. that is the way that it happened, but it's not always cause it's, it's a little bit different, but I was at a doctor's office and we were at Gaylord with my son and I started reading the receptionist and she was blown away. I'll bet. And I yeah, I started talking about something she was wearing and, and I asked her why she didn't have this particular necklace on because her grandmother was coming through and, you know, and she's looking at me like, what the heck is happening right now? <laughs> and, and she was grateful. I ended up having her come into my office in Monroe and I ended up reading her, but that, that is a very rare. And when that happens, like out of the blue, cause normally it's people who want to be read. Like you're going to read people who are coming to you for a reason, who are coming to you, for that purpose and that's when you can't really turn it on or off because there's no switch for it but that's when they kind of know oh she's working let's go and then they come out and they start saying things to let you know their loved ones know that they are with them man so when you when you have these things happen i mean you, you let me rephrase the question so i guess you see it all the time i, I really i i think what you do is incredibly interesting it's crazy uh, especially for someone like me yeah. who in, in the world I come from, like everything is very cut and dry in the food world. It's, it's, it's either good or it's not. <laughs> and um, it, it's, I guess with what you do, <clears throat> you see these stories about people who, who use mediums to help find lost children and things like that. I guess has anything like that ever come across your desk or come across your way? And, and have you ever played parts in anything like that? You know, I do feel like one day I'm going to, work with police. I don't know why I kind of feel like I am, but there have been instances where I would kind of know something like somebody had asked me about somebody that, you know, I have a fellow medium who was, who lives in New York and they had asked me about a missing girl. And I kind of said, okay, well, they're going to find her this day. And, um, you know, this is kind of, uh, you know, she's not alive and things like that. Not very often, but stuff like that does happen. Wow. And, wow. You kind of know, like, like, and when I see something, like when the news is on and they're like, so-and-so is accused of whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, they are so guilty. You know, <laughs> like, like, they did it. They so did it. This is how they did it. And so, and I, and so I stopped watching the news. I had to stop watching, you know, TV to that degree because it just got too much. Like I wouldn't go, I would be released from jury duty because I am a psychic medium. So they would ask me, and I would be like, hey, I, I'll know who did it, and I would be released. All right, well, two things there. One, I think uh, I, I don't think you need to be a psychic medium to stop watching the news these days. It's it's a terrible <laughs> thing to watch. All they do is just say bad things constantly. It, it's really annoying. I mean, you know. Yeah. However, um, I just recently got called for jury duty, so you're telling me if I tell them I'm a psychic medium, I won't, I won't have to stay? That'd be great. <laughs> you, might, you might have to give them some proof. I mean, I have proof it's what I do. I yeah, I have an I can, office, yeah, TV I'll, interviews. Well, we're buddies. I'll just have them call you, and you can say I work for you, and we'll just keep it that. I'll keep it simple, right? We don't have to get deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I somehow don't think that's going to work. Ah, we'll try it. <laughs> we'll try it. Listen, I, I, Dave will tell you, Patty, I have a knack for making things work. It'll work. It'll be fine. <laughs> Dave, give them a little information where they can learn more about Patty. All right, you can learn more about Patty at pattygriffinmedium.com. You can check her out on Facebook at Patty Griff or Patricia Griffin Medium. And she's doing the show Mohegan Sun Comic Club February 9th. Tickets on sale soon. 
So when you do a big show like that, how many people do you actually get to read and how long is the show? A show like that generally lasts for two hours. And, you know, it just really depends. I mean, there's been times I've done an audience of 125 and I've read 40 people, 50 people in the audience. Wow. And there's times where I've done shows like at the hotel where they've had 60 people and I've read 30 or 40. And at my office, I have weekly galleries at my office, which is a smaller group. I fit 30 people in my office. And, you know, when I do that, there's times I could read almost everybody or I could read 15 or 20. It just depends on how, I don't want to say complicated, but it just depends on if people are getting it very quickly because then I can move on very quickly. Wow. I mean, I guess it's, it's a lot of people, right? It is a lot of people and it is exhausting for me. Like when I do a big show, like, like when I go to the theater, okay, and that's 125 people, I go to the South Ferry Theater a lot and I'm exhausted. Like for a week, don't even talk to me. I don't know my name. Like don't call me, don't communicate with me. I am nonverbal. I won't do any private readings for the week. I am like toast. Now, I just do, did do a the dead people you listen to, do they, they listen to you when you say that? You're like, hey, listen, <laughs> I can't do any more right now. They do, because I just, I just kind of, they don't, don't even go ne- near her, <laughs> leave her alone, <laughs> let that poor child rest. I mean, Dave, like, Dave, this is this is great news for me. This means that there's like, uh, in the afterlife, there's going to be a little like comedy, which means I think I'll do well, <laughs> or at least I can attempt to do well. Because Patty, I've got nothing good going for me. I can cook food and I can make jokes. That's about all I've got. That's all I'm saying. Well, I joke around and say I'm a comedian. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen. And some people go, "Yeah, you're not." I think you, I think you, I think you kind of have to be when you do what you do, right? Like you kind of have to, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Well, you do, and some of the things that come up with, like, and some of the things they've shown me. I mean, I joke around and I say to people, "If you don't want, if you have a secret, right, and you come see me, you're in the wrong place. You right. are in the wrong place because yeah. they will show me." I one of the first galleries I've ever done, and I was in. Uh, Oh gosh, it was near Rocky Hill. I was in Vernon actually. Okay. And I think okay. it was the second gallery, and there was about forty people. And somebody's coming through, and there and I look at this girl, and she didn't look like she was more than twenty years old, but she had to be, I guess, twenty one. And I said something about stripping, you know. And then the mother hits her, and she goes, "I told you, Grandma sees everything." Oh Jesus. <laughs> And I'm wow. like, oh, we're just going to forget this. We're just going to forget this. But the poor girl was like, yeah, support. she was a sweetheart. And But they will come through and they will say, like, if you hit somebody over the head with a bottle, guess what? If you, like, shot something on purpose, like an animal, guess what? I'm going to, chances are, nine out of ten times, they're going to give that to me. If, if you're, like, you know, mooning people, whatever you're doing, <laughs> they're going to come in and they're going to, they do. And they're going to talk about it. And, you know, people were like you know, like, wow, you know, and so if you did something wrong, don't, don't come see me if you don't want your spouse to know you're sitting in the well, same room. Here's my <laughs> question. Listen, here's my question for you, Patty. So like, <laughs> I mean, listen, and, and I'm kind of joking and I'm kind of not joking. Okay. I'm trying to make this not sound crass, Dave. All right. I'm, believe it or not, that's what I'm doing. So, <laughs> you know, when I'm, when I'm, uh, things, when you're doing, how about this? If I'm taking a shower, Right? Is 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 my dead father or or whatever in that room? Like, I mean, sh- I, I kind of feel like I'm not alone. That's all. It's kind of creeped me out. That, like, is there any more privacy anymore, or do we just not have that? It's done. 
You know, that's very questionable. And I and I think that too. There's actually no. a book that says, Do dead people see you shower? And it's actually really? a book. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's called Do Dead People See You Shower. But you know what? And I get freaked out about that because I don't just have my own loved ones. I have everybody else's. And I'm like, God, please go away. And um, wow. <laughs> there ha- there has to be a privacy thing. And I mean, there's no, there's nothing to consult. <laughs> I mean, like there's not like a book and say, okay, yeah. this is what happens. But I would think that they give you that privacy. I mean, I'm sure they're not going to watch you when you're in the bedroom with your spouse. Like, God, I would That's hope not. I was gonna that go. would be a little, like, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you know, your mom or dad is going to come through and say, hey, good job. I'm going to give that a 10. I mean, come on. <laughs> They're holding up the Vienna White cards. I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't be, know what it is, but... honey. Somehow I feel a fa- I, I feel great in a strange padding on my shoulders if I did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> I told you I was a comedian. But yeah. I, <laughs> um. That's interesting. It, it, it's crazy because it makes you, I don't know, like it makes you really think about that sort of stuff when you tell the stories that you've told. Um, you also, you're, you're an empath, I know. And to me, the word empath means you can feel emotions, right? You can sense emotions. Is that right? That is very correct. That's right, Dave. Let's put another point in my scorebook, Dave. <laughs> um, but how does that work for you when it comes to... Uh, doing what you do i mean i I think a lot of us can feel emotions i think some people are definitely more in tune with them than others uh but how does that work for you in regards to your gifts well it's very hard for me to go to like even a mall like i I just don't like to go to them anymore because i could feel people's emotions like say i i didn't know you and you're walking by me and you were like if i go to the mall i feel people's emotions and i have to leave like immediately i get the emotion of it's crowded i need to leave i feel like i have to pee exactly well, exa- exactly. Like I could feel like anger. Like if somebody's in a mood, I'm going to turn in a mood. If somebody's sad, I'm going to feel it. But how it works when I'm reading is that I will literally, you know, go into their emotions. If somebody has anxiety, that's the worst. When I walk on the stage and, you know, these people are there hoping to hear from their sons or their daughters or their husbands or their moms and their dads. And they're sitting in that room and they're before I come on stage or before I go into my office, they're sitting there with the hope that they're going to hear from that person. So when I go out there, I'm like, Oh, you people have to breathe for me. Like yeah. take a breath because I could actually feel it. And when I, when I go to the theater in Southbury, I literally stop and I go, I remember the first time I did the show and it was in March of this year. And I literally had to stop and say, okay, everybody, I need you to breathe right now because I could feel all their emotions and their energy. And it, it, sometimes takes my breath away literally because if they have anxiety i'm gonna feel like my heart's beating out of my chest and try being somebody who talks to dead people on a regular basis and then you have their anxiety it's like uh yep where's the straight jacket because i wouldn't be able to deal with that man i'm hyper enough uh, that's crazy. A question coming through on Instagram. Uh, uh, I post on Instagram stories you're going to be on. I just posted if you had a question, so shoot it over to me. And uh, coming through on the Instagram, is it a one-way conversation, or can you talk back to them? Okay. That's, that's funny. That's a great question, actually. So they're speaking to me, and I'm not speaking back to them. I can speak back to them, okay? But picture this. I'm in my office. You're sitting in my chair, and, you know, you're, I'm reading you. And you could have, you know, 19 relatives coming in at one time. Okay, that's just the way it happens. I could say, you know, 20 words, and it could be 16 different people. And, you know, as that is happening, imagine 
me saying, hey, could you tell me this? I never know who's going to answer me because, again, they're not speaking in a voice where I'm going to recognize and they're not saying, hey, line one, line seven, line six, you know, this is my social security number. This is my role. They're just speaking. And because I'm hearing it as thoughts, I don't know what changed. Hmm. And so I don't ask questions. And, and that's for a reason. But I can. I mean, normally, like I could have a conversation with my mom or, you know, my friends, moms or different things like that. They will come to me and I will have a two way conversation with them when I'm not reading. Man, I know it, that sounds crazy. Man, no, I don't think it sounds crazy. I think I, I think it's, it's I think it's just here's the thing in, in my world in food. If I start talking about what I do and why I'm doing certain things, it's going to sound crazy to people. It's like, why would you do that? What are you talking about acid and alkaline and all these things when you're trying to make the flavors happen? And, you know, it's it doesn't sound crazy to because it's real. Like that. That's how it is with you. That's with what you do. That That's why it's it's it doesn't sound when you explain. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It doesn't sound weird to you, but for other people, I understand how they may think it is. But, you know, I think you got to give people credit. I think some people understand that, you know, everyone has a different way of, of, of handling their, their own business when it comes to, to, to what they do professionally. And for you, uh, I can only imagine even just every single day of your life like this just kind of happening to you. And there's got to be some way that you can drown it out or, or, or there's no real taking days off from this I'm guessing there is not you are on duty you know seven days a week and you know and again they are respectful sometimes but you just never know when it's going to happen I could be somewhere and just start reading you just can't take it away or sometimes when I'm going to a show okay and I have a big event coming up or even if I have a private reading they'll come early like yeah. the people in spirit and they'll come visit me early and I'll, you know, like say when you were talking about, you know, being an impact, I literally have the ability to feel people's illnesses, how they passed, um, things that bother them. And I myself had ha have had over 27 kidney surgeries. And so that's a weak spot for me. And when I get people who have, you know, kidney issues coming through, I've actually ended up in the hospital before my events because I've actually gotten sick from it. Wow. That's crazy. Well, yeah. So uh, here you go. So, you know, you, you hear, and, and I, I love what you do. And I, I do a lot of listening to hearing, hearing, uh, mediums and psychics talk on different shows and things like that. And I know that there's different ways it comes through different for each, each person that's individual. It's very different. Um, but I hear a lot of stories about how it's, you know, how the person has to be open to it. If you're doing a reading for someone, they have to be open to it. They have to be um, there, you know, kind of with you on it. You can't just, it doesn't just happen. Um, you know, and how a lot of times younger people can be more susceptible to being aware of it because their their brains don't know or not, not taught that they shouldn't be or whatever, you know, however we teach children these days. Is that is that true? Well, young children do see those in spirit because they don't know any better. Yeah. And then there comes a certain age. Like my my son is a medium like me. I mean, he doesn't do it right now. He's 16. But 
he does have the ability. But when he was a child, when he was two years old, he would see my dad who had passed away. And yeah, yeah, and that's what he would do. He would have the ability. So yeah, because they kind of don't know any better. But when they come to see me, it doesn't matter how open you are. Because if you're if you're afraid, okay, it's a different thing than being a skeptic. And I've, and I've read skeptics, but when you're not open, it's kind of like almost having a glass wall, you know, between us because I'm trying to read you and I'm trying to give you something. I'm trying to give you a gift from, you know, your loved ones that are past. And if you're close to it, or if you're thinking of just one person and not the fact that it could be anybody in the family. Like if you come in, I, I need to hear from my mom and that's it. Nobody else is going to do, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's changed the reading. So when I'm doing my, my groups and I always say this at my galleries, I say to people that are new, you could always tell who's open when I read certain people, because some people it is like pulling teeth and you could actually see my energy deplete trying to get the messages because it is hard trying to do this. It's not an easy thing to do what I do. I always joke around and say, you know, you should be me. You know what I mean? Right, like you have right. no idea what it's like to be me. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's hard because this is what I do. Just like, I'm sure you're not going to let a dish go out if it's not perfect. You know, oh, it has to not. be perfect. Yeah. That's who you are. That's what you do. Absolutely and not. to me, it has to, yeah, absolutely. And to me, it has to be perfect. Like, I want you to get that reading. And I want you to get that one last time with your person. And if you're not listening, I get mad. Like, if you've ever seen John Edward read, and he's my favorite, I love him. And he's my mentor. I, I you know, I just really have a lot of respect for him. And I would always say, wow, like, he gets mad. And now I yeah. get it. He gets mad because it's aggravating. Because all of a sudden, you forgot your child's name. You know, all of a sudden, because they're alive. <laughs> and they're going to talk about people that yeah they're going to talk about think about it yeah they're going to talk about your life they're going to talk about you you they're going to give you validation that they are with you by talking about people that are alive by talking about people that are dead and people will sit there and forget their three kids names and i'm like and afterward they go oh those are my kids and i'm like did you forget them jeez uh, like did you, did you not realize you gave birth to them I'm like hello well, and it uh, no go ahead go ahead sorry sorry please it gets aggravating, not aggravating, but you're trying to give them a message. And it's just, you know, it's so important that to me, I, again, I pride myself on what I do. And I pride myself. Um, one of the things I said the first time I went on the stage, and I, I'm not a public speaker, I could read dead people like it's nobody's business. But I'm not a public speaker, I get nervous. And I went up there and I said to them, let's just put it this way. I don't suck at all. Not even a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And they stood up and they applauded me. Right. And they're like, wow. And they actually applauded me for saying that. And now it's kind of become my punchline, but I'm very good at what I do. And I pride myself in that. And I pride myself in the fact that I've given people last words and, and catchphrases that I wouldn't know. And I could only read as open as somebody is. So if somebody is not as open, some people will come into the office and be like, that was great. And I'm thinking, oh God, that could have been so much better because they weren't as open. But to them, it was enough. But, but for me, I know what they are capable of. And they will talk about tombstones missing something and, you know, um, a, a certain pillow or a certain picture. And just, it, it's just insane. Yeah. I mean, the things you were saying to me this afternoon were pretty nuts. I, I couldn't, uh, I was kind of blown away by it. Like, we started with something simple, then it kind of just started getting deeper and deeper. I want to tell you one quick story 
uh, a short story. Uh, and, and then I don't, you know, I don't get personal with stuff, but for those of you who don't know, my father died when I was very young. Um, uh, interestingly enough, shortly after my dad died, Patty, um, uh, I had a very young cousin who was probably, you know, six, eight years younger than me, and I was, a, I was 10 years old when my father died. So she's three or whatever, three and a half years old, and this is a couple days after my father had died in, in our house, and we lived in a split-level house. So you kind of walk in the front door, it's at the middle of the house, and you go downstairs or upstairs. So we're upstairs talking and, you know, doing what you do after people die, after the funeral and stuff, kind of just trying to pick up your pieces and figure out how to make life continue and how it's going to work. And um, my, my aunt was over with my cousin, who was a little younger than me. And, you know, throughout the conversation, I guess we didn't notice that, that my younger cousin... Uh, had, had made her way downstairs. Uh, in the in the downstairs of my house was the the family room, which had the television in it, and uh, you know there were two reclining chairs there and a small couch, and uh, you know in front of the television. And we we can't find my young cousin, and we end up walking downstairs, and my young cousin is sitting in this chair that my my dad would his chair where he would sit. And she was sitting very awkwardly, like in a weird position, but she was in the chair. And, and you know, I, I, I was young still at this point, too. My, my mother still tells the story. Um, and we said, uh, hey, what are, you, what, are, what are you doing down here by yourself? She goes, oh, I just came down here to see Uncle Don and hang out with him a little and, ta- and talk to him. <laughs> That's you, awesome. You talk about a face turning completely pale white. What? And she was talking as if she was sitting in, like she's motioning as if she's sitting in his lap, right? She would do when she was when when she'd come over when she was born. Like it's just crazy, and that's what I'm saying about young kids who, you know, they don't know they're not supposed to see this or they don't know any better. Like, is there a chance that this man was downstairs in this house? Like, is that a real thing? Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred and twenty percent. I am convinced that you're you're cousin did see that because that does happen children have the ability my son when he was you know two years old I'll never forget we moved into our new house and you know I was watching Josh Groban on TV now my son you know was it my youngest my my oldest my youngest were 10 years between them and then my daughter's in the middle and my son was two and he was sitting there and he was watching you know me watch Josh Groban I started crying because, you know, the song was meaningful. And he goes, oh, mom, he goes, Hoppy's here. And he just wiped a tear from your eye. Oh, my God. And I, yeah, and I went, really? And then he went, now, there was a joke about my dad because he was older. And he used to sit in my first house. We had this claw table. And it had, like, the tiger claws in the bottom. And he would come sit on the table, you know, and be like, why does your dad have to sit on the table? Like, what's the issue? (laughs) Like, you know, I don't know. He was older. He was in his 80s. He had me later in life, you know. And and so my son, youngest, didn't know that. And he goes, and he's sitting on that table right there. And, and, you know, I was like, whoa, you know. And then when, you know, another time he goes, oh, I see him on the stairs. So they are able to see things for whatever reason. And then once they get to a certain age, you know, it's kind of like, almost built into your it's like hardwired in that you're not supposed to do that that it's not acceptable and that's why yeah and that's why when you're almost sleeping or when you hear people who say they meditate and they're able to go into like a meditative state and then they're able to channel I don't meditate to this day like I can't meditate and I I kind of blow people's minds away because 
you know, there was a, a big joke years ago where somebody had said to me, you know, you're a medium. And I'm like, wrong girl. I don't, I don't talk to dead people. I don't like dead people. You know, I'm like, you got the wrong girl. And they go, yeah. And if you learn how to meditate, you'll see dead people in the mirror. I'm like, oh no, you sh- shut up. Like, go away. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. And, and to this day, you know, I can't meditate, you know? Right, and right. so, yeah. So children, you know, they're just able to see it. They're just able. And then it depends for each child is different. Some children are two or three or four or eight is the cutoff. It just depends. But it's weird because they don't know that they're not supposed to see it. And then all of a sudden a certain age comes and they just don't see it anymore. Well, just even talking about that and telling you that story and hearing what you said with it just made the hair stand up on my arms when we said it. Dave, what a fun guest to talk to. Can you give her plugs, man? Tell people where they can learn more about her and about this big show she's got coming up. Definitely. Her show is going to be at Mohegan Sun Comic Club February 9th. You can learn more about her at pattygriffinmedium.com. You can check her out on Facebook at Patricia Griffin Medium. Um, so, uh, Patty, before, I was going to ask you if there's any chance you could do a short little reading on Dave, which would be really interesting to hear. Uh, but, it, you know, if, if that's okay with you. But I, I do want to follow up something that you had told me earlier today that we we hung up and never got a chance to follow up with and i kind of wanted to tell it to you and it's 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 pretty crazy that what you said to me um right before we hung up the phone this afternoon you had said to me uh i don't know if you remember you had said uh when you were just you were just going to town and telling me things and it was uh, i was kind of freaking out and you had said that um i can't remember was it it's it's you're doing good they want you to know that you're good enough do you remember saying something like that? Yes. I do, and sometimes I forget, but I do remember that. Yeah, so, so she, again, you guys, for you guys who joined us late, I talked to Patty earlier, and we were having a conversation, then she had some things come through, just started talking to me, and interestingly enough, kind of out of the blue, she just goes, they want you to know that you're good enough and that you're doing good. And um, that was really, really weird that you would say that. Here's why. Um, I've always felt like, you know, I have two older brothers. Um, I've always felt that I had to do more. I, I could never live up to them and be as good as they were. And and when you said that, like, you know, I got very quiet for a second. It, re- it was really, like, shocking to hear, like, n- why would you say that to me? Like, it was weird. Like, like I don't – it was weird. Like, it, it's a thing inside of me being the youngest child and, and hearing that and just – I mean, again, and I can't emphasize this enough, everybody. I've never met Patty in person. I don't know. I mean, we were talking about other things, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she goes, uh, they want you to know you're good enough and that you're doing well, you're doing good. And it, it was, I mean, it was crazy. Like, because in my brain, I've always felt like I'm not, and I have to keep trying harder, and my brothers and all this other thing, like, I'm the youngest, like, I'm not good enough. And it, it was really crazy to hear you say that. So I just, you know, I never got to give you that validation and tell you that part because we hung up the phone because I had to go to work. But that's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, and all of a sudden it just started coming through. And see, a lot of the times I forget because they are not my memories to hold on to. When I first started reading, I would remember everything. But, you know, it's not my stuff. And I read so many people that I, I, I will forget actually as I'm reading. Like I could say something and then 10 minutes later they'll go like, oh, you already said that. I'm like, oh, because I'm hearing it again because I don't know. But I do forget. But I do remember saying that. And there was such an urgency to it. There was such an importance coming through. It was like somebody was like patting you on the back for that and letting you know. So it was really 
quite something. It's crazy, and the you more know, and the, the more so that we become friends, you'll see like that's a it's it's interesting. Like I, it's, it's part of the reason what what drives me to do all the stuff I do is just to, it, that's part of the reason that I have that that drive is because of that thing in the back of my brain. And Dave, you're hearing some real personal shit right now, brother. I apologize, but like that's what's there, and it's crazy to hear that. And you came out of the blue and said that. And I, I want you to know that that's that's my guess where it came from. <clears throat> That's awesome. That's that's really awesome. And, and I would think that it absolutely came from your dad. Like, you know, I don't know who's saying it as it's coming through because they don't say, hey, you know, they don't always do that. And I will do a reading and I won't always know, like, because I'm not asking. Them. I mean, if I were asking them, if I were having that three way conversation, it just gets my readings would take three hours instead of one. And, right. you know, and right. my groups forget it. You know, I wouldn't be able to do it. So sometimes I could ask, but I try not to because I'm trying to get as much information to the sitter, you know, as I, I can. Right. And I don't always right. know. You know, I've got you a know, friend, and in I, this case, I, I've got a friend named Harry Thomas who you've got to meet because I think you would, he would blow your mind and it's awesome. And I also mm-hmm. got to give, I got to give a giant shout out uh, tonight. Uh, our, our mutual friend, uh, good brother, Ryan Christopher, uh, love that guy to death introduced me to you and it's like uh he's like i think you guys will hit it off like you should definitely talk to her and i and so big thank you to you ryan and and, and i know he's listening right now he's texting me uh so, so ryan uh, is the best i love him yeah he's he great. is amazing he's great he is he's an amazing you know he's even amazing better than person. ryan though uh, alexa his girlfriend is way better like she's great I, <laughs> I, I like her way more i love her she is i i've actually read her i've met her a couple of times and she is just beautiful and i absolutely love her too they're and a, they're a great couple they're they're amazing. So speaking of reading, is there any chance you could do like a little five minute thing with Dave, or is that too much to ask? Okay, so here's the thing. Let's see how it goes. Because just because okay. I was on the radio station, one of the, I've been on like a couple of times. But one of the times I was on the radio station, I said, "Hey, could you read this guy who's sitting in the room?" Well, I started reading the DJ, the main DJ, instead of the other one because that's not always the way that it goes right you know so there is right. a possibility okay that there could still be things coming in for you you know and i don't know and if there's other people sitting in the room if, if you know like your wife is like you just don't know what's going to happen it kind of like opens it up to that right so i just i could see if i get anything but you know my directions alone take a few minutes which you know them because i kind of told you on the phone today just in case something happens yes so they're going to talk about things and and you know, they're going to say, like, to me, like, if they say a letter, like a J, it's just a J. They could say John or Jerry or, or it could be a Gene, and it's just going to be a J, but it could go that quickly. And if they say a month, like March, it means the number three. And then I'm going to say, hey, what's with this number? Why am I acknowledging that? And that's the way they're going to break it up. And I could tell you what I'm feeling as it's happening. But again, I'm not going to know. I might not know what person. I could try it, and I could see, yeah. you know, what happens or if anything comes of that you know what i mean so what let me just see what happens and it might just be going everywhere and again i'm going to say again it might go for something for your wife i have no idea why i keep saying that yeah. but i just want to acknowledge that and she's not here uh, are, she, she may be listening but she's not if she's not in the room with me well even if she's not in the room if you were sitting in front of me she's still with you okay get me because she's very much a part of you very and true. so when we go sit somewhere, we have our energy, we have our people, we have our circle. And that circle, your spouse, your children, even exes, 
X's come in, people don't want the X's. And I'm like, hey, guess what? <laughs> you know, I just want to acknowledge that we're, we're going to give the X's. But I don't know who this is for, but I want to acknowledge the, the, the down south connection that I need to acknowledge. I don't know. To me, if I say Florida, it's just down south. But I, I just want to acknowledge the down south connection. Why am I acknowledging that? I'm from Virginia. Okay. Okay. Um, anything with you, David? Or is it just going to him? Uh, ties to North Carolina. Oh, that's true. Okay, cool. Okay, that, that's right. And I was just actually in North Carolina a few weeks ago. So they are going to acknowledge something like that. Now, I'm going to give you an initial. And I hate names. Like, I literally, literally hate names because it gets people so confused, okay? And remember, they're going to talk about people that are here, and they're going to talk about people that are past. Who's the T, like the Tom or the Thomas or the T that I have to acknowledge? Why am I acknowledging that? Top of my head, Dave, I, I don't have a T. Dave, do you have a T somewhere? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Okay, it's good. It's if my GPS is on, it's going to go to it's going to go to you. It's not going to go to David. It's going to go to you. Okay. So I want to acknowledge. Remember, you represent every member of your family, living and dead. So I want to acknowledge the T. I don't know if it's first name, last name, middle name. I want to say it goes to the male side of the family. So that would be dad's side of the family, or it could be your wife's husband's side that I have to acknowledge. And again, they talk about people that are here. They talk about people that are past, but I have to acknowledge that. And what's with the 17th or the number one and seven that I have? So 17th is a date. Okay. One is the first of something, or it could be the first or seventh of any month, or what's with the month of January or the month with Ju or July that I have to acknowledge. The month of January, the month of July. Oh my God. Um, and remember, it could pop back over to you, David. So I, that's why I, it's weird doing this, but go ahead. Yeah. Like, what's with that? Why am I acknowledging that? And I have a, a weird question. Do you have a coin set? Is there something about the coins? Are you collecting coins? Is there something about the coins that I have to acknowledge? Do, do, oh, copper. Do you, yeah, do, what is with that? What's with the coins? What's with that that I have to acknowledge? So copper would be a coin because pennies are, are copper. So what's with that that I have to acknowledge? Um... It wouldn't be from the south, but I have a oh, stack. It doesn't. It doesn't go that way. It goes very. Okay. Just I have one a, thing. I have a stack of uh, copper one ounce coins from my dad, actually, right next to me. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's it. And so it doesn't have anything to do with the south. Remember, I said to you earlier today, I could say five different things, and it could be four different people and four different things coming through, and they're just going to mention stuff. And it's funny because I had a feeling it had something to do with your dad, and I had a feeling they were his. So he's just acknowledging that he is with you because that's what they do. They come through and they acknowledge stuff like that did and i have to acknowledge and this go ahead did, what did you just say his like that, that, that they're with you like his dad's with you did you just say that yes <laughs> i don't know if anybody caught on to that that she just said that. uh those of you who don't know dave's dad just died very recently like just uh, she wouldn't have known that That's I, I, I had no idea and he's I met and, well, one of you i was yeah. Oh, sorry. So sorry. You would, Continue. So you're the one with the coins. It's yeah. you, David. Yeah. Okay. And I have a really weird question for you. Okay. And here and here's the thing. And I don't know what it means when they give you something. And together we have to figure it out. And because I didn't know I was going to do a reading, I, I didn't explain the directions. Is there something about your signature, his signature? Did, did you have to sign for him? Was he not able to sign? Are you taking his signature? Are you doing something with it? Is there something about that that I have to acknowledge? Why do I keep writing? Why do I keep signing? If you were sitting in front of me, you would see me just taking my hand like I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. Why am I doing that? Power of attorney. Okay. That, 
that would make perfect sense to, to the writing or something with that, but I have to acknowledge. So I just want to acknowledge that. And I have to acknowledge that he is with you. And I also have to acknowledge that you did the right thing, whatever steps that you took or whatever direction you took with that, that you did the right thing. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I need to acknowledge that and I need and I have goosebumps so when I get goosebumps it's just my affirmation of something that it, that it, that is coming you know um is there so, now when I'm reading one thing I think it sticks to one person so we could switch we could we could switch off to a grandpa we could switch off to different people this is weird do, do you is there something is there a reason I'm pulling my hair out of my head like is is there something with the hair did you do the haircut was there was there something about the hair that I have to acknowledge why am I playing with my hair is somebody a hairdresser and I don't want you just to think of dad because again we get uh, every... my ex-wife is a okay. uh, makeup artist and hairdresser okay very cool and they will bring stuff like that up even if we don't want to hear it you know, they're going to bring something like that up and that's kind of what they do. But I need to acknowledge that, you know, he is okay. And that's something very, that they don't say. I have to acknowledge too that they really don't say that because they come through with so many other things that they don't say that. And he's acknowledging that he's okay because I think that's something that you need to hear. And so I want to acknowledge for you. And if you want an in-depth reading, I will absolutely read you for free. You could come to my office, you could do whatever, and I will I will sit down, just you and I, and read you. Um, no, because this is like a two-minute thing that you really don't get what you could get, but I'm just acknowledging to you that, that he is okay. Wow. That's crazy, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Isn't that insane? I mean, it's, it's just the way things go. And, you know, I, I, ironically, Patty, and now I'm giving information away. So people are like, Oh, you're telling her things. But, um, Dave just put his father's ashes into an urn yesterday. Uh, it, it's sitting beside him at his house right now. It's just, it's it's really ironic. I mean, his father just passed. Wow, how re- how recent was the passing? Uh, August twenty fifth. Yep, that's pretty recent. Okay, and you know, and so that I because I, I didn't know if it was like a week ago. You know, as you were saying that, and so that means that they are strong. You know, coming through, and they are able to come through and let you know who had the who had the lung issue or what's with the lungs okay so i know that goes to your mom because we discussed that today but is there something else with that that i have to acknowledge because i'm okay now here's the thing if you were sitting in front of me now i don't know if they're talking about the lungs or if i'm cutting because i'm i'm in front of my chest okay so my lungs my heart are in front of my chest but i'm actually doing like an up and down motion so what's with that i don't know if somebody had open heart surgery or i don't know if there's something with the with the lung area why am i acknowledging that is that, is that uh, my dad had COPD and multiple heart surgeries. Okay, then that's why. That's why they have me at the heart doing the up and down motion. They have me do different things. So I'm just acknowledging that to you. And I am acknowledging, you know, um, that he is okay. And I have to let you know that you, it's almost like you have great shoes to fill, but you do very well. It's almost like I just have to acknowledge because I keep, and I don't know if there's something with the feet or the shoes or we're just acknowledging that. Because again, I don't know how they always come across with their messages but they're making me go to the feet. And so to me, I would say, okay, you're feeling the shoes, unless you say, okay, I have his shoes or there's something about the feet or there's something about that that I need to acknowledge. But he's letting you know that you're doing a really great job and he's acknowledging that. Understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, he, again, he's just acknowledging that he's with you. And he said, you have this. So whatever that means, he's just acknowledging to you that you have this. And he is with you. And they do have the ability to see everything and be with us. Wow. And if I, if I said to you the interchangeable name, like to me, an interchangeable name is like a William 
and a and a and a bill or an Anthony and a Tony. It's it's one name. It's like my name is Patricia, and if they called me Hank, okay. So you go by one name, and you're called something completely different. Why am I acknowledging that to you? Uh. I don't know if it belongs to dad or we switched off because, you know, they, they go boom, 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 boom. But what's with that name that I have to acknowledge? I don't know. My dad had a nickname for me, but I don't know if that would be what it is. Is is, is it something completely different than your given name? Yes. Okay. Then that would make sense. And that's what I mean when I say like a William or a Bill or an Anthony or a Tony, th- that's how they do it. And I have a weird question to ask you. Um, what's with the H and the P? And I hate when I do this, but what's with the H and the P that I have to acknowledge? Now, here's the thing about that. It doesn't mean they're together. Like my initials are P and J, right? So it doesn't mean that the H and P go together, but what's with the H and the P that I need to acknowledge? Usually there's a similarity, like between them, there's like a link, but what's with that that I need to acknowledge? Um, that one actually goes kind of deep. Is it a female? Okay, they're, they're not because I'm not speaking to them. I'm not getting the way that okay. it goes, and I'm not because I'm doing it so quick. But you would under, and I'm not. I'm not always able to identify sexes unless I'm talking to them. Because think about it, we have past lives and we have different things, right. you know. So I'm not right. always able to. I kind of don't always do the gender thing. But you, you understand that you're able to acknowledge it. Somewhat, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So again, we're just bringing that through, and we are acknowledging that. And again, they're letting you know. And I have no idea why, but I need you to tell you to cut your toenails, or is there something about somebody cutting their toenails, or <laughs> is there a joke about that, or is there something about that? Like I'm touching the tops of my toes. Why am I doing that? Um, my dad had like really sensitive feet, so okay. if you'd walk by and anything touched him, it would uh, he he would jump. Okay, then that makes sense. That's why I'm at the top. I'm literally hitting the tops of my thing, so I didn't know if it was cutting the toenails. And again, they're going to give what they can to you to let you know that they are with you. And that's kind of what they do. I have a and, question. Sure. The HP, was there a chance it could have been an HB at the time? Or at one you know, time? There could, it could have been. See, they show, they'll show me something. They showed me, you know what I was actually saying? You remember the, the show, and I know this is going to be weird to you. You remember the show Little House on the Prairie? Yeah. And you remember Laura Ingalls Wilder, they called her Half Pint? Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what I was seeing, the Half Pint. So normally it's, you know, unless something else means something to you, and it's not the initials, unless what I said meant something to you. But that's what I was saying the half pint so it, it could be but it's not the way that they gave it to me and it doesn't mean it could have been but here's the thing they could give me something to get it as close to that as possible because i don't know you i don't know your people i don't know their roles to you and so if it's going to get your mind to go there then that's all that matters jeez wow <laughs> <laughs> i mean patty like there's so much stuff there. Like that was crazy. I mean, I mean, th- can you tell her the HP Dave? That's. I mean, can you tell her that? Uh, yeah. There was a time where I had a daughter, and at the time, her initials were HB, and now they're HP. Jesus. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. it, and that's what they do, and and that's and they will come through with what they can, and you know this is you know we didn't know we were going to do this, and it's kind of like you know coming through. This is fun, by the way. I could do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm having a great time. 
uh, my <laughs> but, phone and Instagram have just been going nuts. They're blowing up right now. Just FYI, just letting you know that. But but uh, you're a medium, so you probably already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, Dave, can you still can you still plug her? Or are you are you still catching your breath after all that? Uh, I, I can do a plug. <laughs> yeah, please, please do. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can say, you can learn more about uh, Patty at uh, pattygriffinmedium.com. You can find her on Instagram at Patricia Griffin Medium, and she's doing a show at the Mohegan Sun Comics Club February 9th. Tickets on sale soon. Unbelievable, Patty. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. So, so this whole thing, I, I'm a skeptic, and I think you kind of felt that when you talked to me earlier today. And I, I wouldn't say skeptic. I, I appreciate anyone who's working for themselves and doing business, like completely. Like I would never ever say anything bad. But yet you just hear. What you're doing, what you did to me earlier, and 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 you know when when you said what you had said to me, it really, I mean, it hit me. It, it was it affected me. I never thought that I'd ever be like one of those guys who's, you know, almost getting emotional about what you said, and then you said it, and and it, it hit hard. And then to hear what you just said to Dave, and I know Dave's story. You don't know Dave's story like I do, but I mean, Dave, did she, you don't have to get personal, brother? But I mean, was that not nail on the head? Jesus Christ. Yeah, there was definitely uh, a lot, a lot there. That was crazy talk. That's awesome. That That's awesome. Talk. I mean, and you live in Monroe. You're by the Warren family, who have the crazy dolls and stuff in their basement. I'm not sure how I feel about all this now, Patty. I'm a little freaked. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? I don't. I don't live. I my office is in Monroe, That's but I don't live. Scary. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, and that stuff scares me, like the the wards. That that scares me because there is that. Yes, no, no. Yeah, you don't have to worry about me. I'll be hiding behind you. No, for Halloween, <laughs> for Halloween though, can can you? Dave and I are going to go see them for Halloween time. Can you come with us? Because I think that would just make it a uh, freaking amazing. Yeah, because I'm actually intrigued by that. I'm not scared of it. Like I, I want to learn of more of it. The good news for us, Patty, is that Dave is like seven foot tall, three hundred and forty pounds of twisted steel sex appeal. He's got our back. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that works great. Okay, I'll hide behind both of you. There yeah, we, we could do it. That would be great. I would love it, and Patty. If you guys want to come to my gallery this weekend? I'm having one on Saturday in my office, and if you guys want to come as my guest, you're more than welcome to come. I, want to, I have to work. Well, come on, no, don't do it. Set. Can you do it next week? Just change your schedule for me. Do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Like, I want to come see you. My wife's texting me, going, "Oh my god, we're going to make an appointment. We're going to see her." My wife's going nuts right now. She's texting me. And P.S. I said, "You're the first episode of this program my wife's ever listened to." I just want to point that out to you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Um, That's wonderful. This has been so much fun. You are so much fun. You're the best. Big shout out to Ryan Christopher for making the introduction here uh, to my new friend and Dave. I think your new friend here too. Uh, Definitely, uh, Patty Griffin. She's the greatest. G- Dave, give her give her uh, plugs one more time where people can find more information about her. All right, you can find more about her on Facebook at Patricia Griffin Medium. You can also find her out on her website at pattygriffinmedium.com. She's doing a show at Mohegan Sun at the Comics Club February 9th. Wow, how about that, Patty? You are the best. You're so fun. You're such a nice person. Um, I, I really appreciate what you do and, and, and how you do it, and I can't wait. I hope lots of people go check out your show, and maybe we can see if we can get you on one more time before that show as we get closer to help push those tickets a little bit more for you or whatever we can do to help. You have an open-door policy here on this program. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. You guys are amazing. All right. Patty, you're the best. We'll talk to you on down the road, okay? 
Oh, and by right, the way, great, by the way, I'll, I'll, we'll send you the link too. This will be on iTunes. It, the beautiful thing about what we do here is it's forever, and you can promote it forever, and it'll always be out. It'll be on iTunes, and it, it's always there for you. So uh, we really appreciate you taking the time tonight to uh, come out here on on a late night on a Wednesday and chat with us. Thank you so much. Thank me. Thank you for having me. All right, Patty. Take care. Have a great night. All right, Dave. There she goes. Wow. Um, you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. That was that was really interesting, dude. Definitely, yeah, definitely the uh, the shoes comment. <laughs> was that really was the that... one that got you? Was it the shoes, or was it the one where she was like, "You're doing like you're doing okay," <laughs> and like you you're taking that lead of your father, and like, I mean, because you kind of are, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was a combination of everything, but the shoes. Uh, I used to steal my dad's shoes because we were the same shoe size, and he would get so mad about it when he'd get up for work, and I was already out of the house with the shoes on. Why did you tell her that? That's <laughs> because amazing. it took me. It took me a man. It took me a minute to like make that connection, but yeah. I was like, oh shit, he would get really mad when I would just take his shoes. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's just crazy, dude. It's crazy. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how would she know that? She'd never know that. Yeah, and then the uh, the HP hit me really hard. Yeah, no, I know. I heard it in your voice. I heard yeah. It. Um, hey, can you really quick just tell everyone, I'm, I'm going to get emotional about it, and you, you know I love you, buddy, and just, you know, sitting beside your bed right now, uh, tell everybody what you did yesterday and what's beside your bed, if that's okay. Is that cool? Because, I mean, it's just interesting from the conversation tonight that, that, that you, you went through that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, my dad's urn came in yesterday morning. Uh, I opened it up and I took his ashes from the uh, box that they shipped them in and put them in his urn. But in the process of doing that, I got them all over my hands and I couldn't really just wash them. You know, I didn't want to wash them down the drain. Wow. So I went outside and kind of just rubbed them off. So whatever wind would catch it, you know, he'd be able to travel with. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm kind of blown away right now. I can't believe it. And uh, she's such a fun person to talk to. I'm so glad that we got a chance to have her on this program. I like this kind of new format, having somebody, you know, we'll do our chef stuff. And then, you know, once a month or so, we take a different route with it. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good idea. Like I said, man, the, the, the variety show, man, it mixes it up. You know, it we, we keep our, yeah. <laughs> And I want to give you credit. This might be the most you've ever talked on the radio program your entire life. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you did a great job. Hey, uh, big shout out to Patty Griffin. Uh, you guys got to make sure you check her out. Go see her show at Mohegan Sun. Um, you know, uh, I, I think what she does is pretty amazing. And as someone who is quite the skeptic, I got to be honest with you. Um, hey, man, I'm probably going to take that day off and just go to the show. Yeah, I think you probably should. We'll, we'll yeah. make sure you connect with her, too, so you can tell her you're coming. I'm sure she'd love to meet you. Um, and see your big ass walk in. You're hard to miss. <laughs> I'm just saying you're hard to miss. You're a big dude. This is true. I mean, I mean, you, you exaggerate a little bit, but not by much. So <laughs> not by much. I, you know, I, I'm pro wrestling world. I'm not exaggerating. What are you talking about? Seven foot four, five hundred pounds. Seven foot four, five hundred pounds from Grenoble, France. That's my Andre Giant impression. That's, that was perfect. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's our show for tonight, Dave. I think we're done. I'm taking a breath here. I kind of want to call Patty back and just keep talking to her. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, really quick, Dave, do a shout-out to our friend Harry Thomas, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 
sorry, too much inside jokes. A little bit, little bit, but you know. Well, if you saw the text, Harry Thomas, and we're gonna get Buck Wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting uh, text messages about that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> big shout out to our friend, new friend Patty for coming on the show. Patty Griffin, make sure you check her out. Dave, thank you for coming on the show. And ladies and gentlemen, please. Remember, food is one of the most important things we have in life. Everything important in life revolves around food. Make sure you give the time it deserves. And hey, keep in mind, you never know who's watching, right? See you guys later. (laughs) Take care. If you just shut the fuck up for 30 seconds, you might learn something. Welcome to Plum Love Foods Live, the number one live audio culinary industry show for chefs by chefs. Hosted by multi-time Food Network winner, award-winning chef, TV host and global icon, and national treasure, at least in his mind, Chef Plum. So close that saute station, make sure the grill is off, and grab that shift drink. Because we're about to mess up your mise en place. Here's Chef Plum.